Hey, welcome back to another episode of Dawson Dudes. Tonight, we're doing season two, episode 14, To Be or Not To Be. I'm Brian. And I'm Chris. We're the Dawson Dudes. Booyah! Chris, I think we have another review. We do, because the people who listen to this show appear to be exclusively awesome. This review is from Liz M. Hancock, which I assume is Elizabeth M. Hancock. Great perspective. This is one of two Dawson's Creek podcasts I listen to, and I really like hearing the different perspectives. The Dawson dudes seem to be similar in age to me, so I love the references that they make, and hearing the retrospective teenage boy ideas as compared to my retrospective teenage girl ideas. I really hope they keep recording. We do, too. (laughs) Thank you so much, Elizabeth. Yeah, despite being in our 30s, we still have those teenage boy perspectives, unfortunately. Yeah, listen, we didn't learn anything. It's, it's fine. It's, we're, we are who we are. We're just as God made us. But that's super awesome. Thank you, Elizabeth. Yeah, and if you want your review to be read out loud by Christopher here, stiltedly, uh, as, as I did with that one, go to iTunes, leave us a review, and we'll also read that... So, uh, yeah, so this is part one. And this is a more, this is a more natural two-parter than the last two-parter we had. Right, this is a legitimate two-parter. I guess it's a mystery of, is Jack gay? Yeah, is it, like, this episode, just, just up front, like, this episode, it's like, oh, shit, finally, Jack becomes a sympathetic character. <laughs> First of all, to be or not to be, do you think that's merely a reference of to be gay or not to be gay? Because there doesn't seem any kind of like Hamlet themes running through this episode. I mean, you could stretch and say almost that Pacey is like doing a Hamlet thing and uh, his English teacher is like the king, but that would be a stretch. And Jack is, is Hamlet's dad. And and, the, and the, ki- the teacher tried to kill his dad, so he has to avenge his... So he has to avenge his dad's death, and his dad's just like, you don't have to do that. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we're I think we're stretching it. I think it's I think it is literally just to be to be or not to be gay. Yeah, that's a terrible title for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it definitely thinks it's more clever than it is because like, ooh, you can't do a Shakespearean reference and it not be anything about that Shakespearean play. You know what I mean? Right, right. Where it's just where it's just literally like it's a it's making a reference to make a reference like it's it's a single level level. Leveled reference, yeah. Dumb, dumb, dumb title. Fuck this dumb title. title. Yeah. Cold open here. We uh, kind of get a little like Mr. Rogers opening <laughs> with like <laughs> they're in the land of make believe. No, no. You know, like the beginning of Mr. Rogers. It's like oh, the neighborhood, the but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. all like scale model. Yeah. It's also the beginning of um, Beetlejuice. Yeah, and so we have Jack, Pacey, and Dawson in Dawson's room. Weird group. Yeah, I don't think it, we've ever had this group in the cold open before. Nope. Yeah, especially weird to see Dawson and Jack together doing anything. Yeah, from the jump, I'm like, what the fuck is Jack doing here? Is, is fucking Dawson showing him a model he made? Apparently one of Jack's many talents Secret is... Secret talent. <laughs> town model building. 
Like, <laughs> which like it's like in the moment it seems strange, but as I think back, it's like I don't know. Jack kind of has the disposition of some dude who would who would uh, you would eventually find out. It's like, oh no, he's really good at making tiny models. Spends a lot of time alone painting uh, little chapels and stuff. It's weird. It is weird. Weird people do that shit. Well, it's usually you think somebody in their thirties and older. Oh yeah, like my dad was like all about like he could never you know get himself to do it yeah but like anytime we were in some fucking like hobby store or like a like a christmas store because he loved christmas and there'd be like some model trains and they'd all have you know a little town and stuff that was his jam and a half yeah it's something you think an older person enjoys doing not like a teenager yeah especially like a teenager in the 90s yeah well i mean maybe a teenager trying to uh you know cram his sexuality as far down into himself as he possibly can is like listen i gotta do something with my time pacey's like hey man i this is great and all but i gotta i gotta go study and dawson's like what the The, fuck the fuck (laughs) (laughs) yeah well yeah this entire cold open is a bunch of what the fucks the first the first being dawson being like hey thanks a bunch jack we're friendly now the second what the fuck being like is pacey being like yeah i gotta bail and do do do, do school (laughs) yeah yeah that's like you saying hey man i gotta i gotta gotta prepare for for tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) how dare you listen i've done some stuff to prepare for tomorrow uh, as we speak (laughs) <laughs> lay my shoes out I'm gonna shower after this like an adult how dare you now i'm being real defensive about it so, so you know at least you're 50 percent right oh i'm like 95 percent correct moving on <laughs> shut up so yeah um pacey starts to bail and dawson does the thing where it's like yeah cool i'm gonna turn in so jack probably wanna take See the later. Hint. Take the hint and uh, follow follow uh, Pacey out to go study or whatever. Yeah, but of course, Jack's like, nah, man, I want to see this. I want to see. <laughs> I don't got anything to do. Yeah. And Dawson's just like, all right, I guess. I guess this is it now. <laughs> I don't have the term Asperger's at my disposal, so um, my social cue has fallen on deaf ears. Uh, I guess you get to guess you get to hang out through sheer force of will yeah but it's that thing where if you show interest in dawson's film he can't not like you <laughs> like, hey, we're, and and as we learned uh with rachel lee cook uh last week if you denigrate his film then he doesn't like you yeah and they get a, a, a jack and dawson get a nice moment where dawson finally empathizes and is just like listen this isn't easy for either of us and jack throws out the we cool and Yes, they are cool. Yeah, I think the most important thing we get out of this scene is he asked Dawson, like, how do you write? Right. Because he has to write this poem, and Dawson's just like, I don't know, man, just write from your heart. Just sit down and whatever comes to your mind. Have you seen my art? <laughs> it's all exclusively about me. <laughs> just do that. Yeah, and then I think they thought this cut would be, like, really clever where they zoom into the fake Dawson's house, and then oh, they, yeah. they fade into the real Dawson's house, and then fade into the opening credits. It's kind of cool, but, like, I didn't. Re- I didn't really notice it literally until you said it right now. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, I think they thought it was going to be cool that it really turned out to be. <laughs> oh no! I bet they were patting themselves on the back at the end. It's like, oh my god, cinematography! Mwah! Next morning, Pacey heading to school. He runs into like a vice principal or something. Mr. Milo, the vice principal, and he's hey, Pacey. I'm really uh, happy to see you. You're not on my fuck up list anymore. Hey, you you got up off the dum dum list. Congrats. 
And Pacey's like super stoked. And man, he should be. It wasn't like he got off of like their version of academic probation, but he's like, you got two, you got three B's and two A's. Like he fucking like you're, you're, um, a stone's throw away from the Dean's list. Really? <laughs> he runs in and gives Andy a big kiss. Cause you know, this is, this is a lot of Andy's work too. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. This was a team effort. Pacey discovered that uh, scholastic achievement makes him horny. <laughs> and, uh, Jack's like, Hey, I want to get a. I want to get in on this. Yeah, and Joey's like, uh, nay, nay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say nay, nay. Yeah, uh, Joey in I, you know, understandable, understandably, Joey like a display of of non emotion is like, yeah, we can do this later. I'm not doing this shit in front of these people. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't. I want people watching me do this. Which is fair. Dawson runs into the scene and it's like, hey, let's work on the movie again. And uh, Jack's like, sweet. Yeah, definitely. We're friends now. What I like about the scene is like, I mean, even though Jen's not there, like it's a moment. It's like a moment that's been a little rare. It's like, hey, everybody, everybody's friends. Joey's like, yo, what's up with that, Dawson? You guys are friends now? And Dawson makes a little jab at her here that says like, some of us are able to get over our petty rivalries. You know, I think that's a little hit. Uh, he's jabbing a little bit at her at Jen. At, at which point, at which point, Joey should be like, fuck you, dog. <laughs> this is the first time you've been able to do this ever. How and, dare uh, you? <laughs> and Joey says, you only like him because he's working on your movie shithead <laughs> which <laughs> like, is like totally true yeah it was like listen we all got to get to class i don't want to talk about this anymore as she calls up hollywood which he is i mean you know the cape side version of hollywood <laughs> little prick little prick 16 year old yeah so jen's on the bench working on homework or whatever and ty comes over big t and is <laughs> really fucking annoying yeah i don't like fucking ty at all and he's like, hey, did I freak you out because of the whole Jesus thing that I sprung out of nowhere? And she's like, yeah, a little bit. Duh, doy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, um, uh, yeah. Uh, hey, like I call, I called you like three times and left two messages. Did it weird you out that I, that I brought you to supply a surprise Bible study? It's like, of course, man. He's like, I'm not some Dorcas McGorkus, okay? It's like, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like only people who are dark say Dorcas McGorkus. I mean, I have called people a Dorcas Malorcus before, but I am also a dork, so. So he's trying to tell her that, you know, there's multiple sides to him. He's not just some dork, some Jesus freak. And she's like, I don't know, man. I don't like Jesus at all. <laughs> not a fan. Ty's playing the real, uh, the persistence card she's not buying into it not yet he's so god darn gosh darn charming yeah i don't like i don't like ty and not just not just because of the jesus shit from last (laughs) week i like and as the show goes like and i think this is very much more you know 2018 me looking at 1998 them but just like the weird the weird persistence is just like this isn't charming leave her alone we're now with a classroom that's english teacher that we've seen before (sighs) I knew I didn't like this guy. Pacey and Jack is, are both in this class. Yep. They make this guy such a villain. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a, li- it's a little much. This guy is insanely evil. Yeah, for sure. No, read your shit out loud. I changed my mind, bitch. No, yeah, he's not. Uh, there's nothing okay about this guy. Yeah, like I have had some bad teachers, but I've never had anybody close like sadistic this like this yeah <laughs> i had a professor who called people the gays <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm laughing that's super homophobic and not okay 
but that's crazy. Did he ever say the blacks? No, but he he almost got into a fist fight with a like Middle Eastern Arabic student <laughs> in class. Yeah, Jesus. The student was the one who I think was trying to make it physical. Sure, but still, like right that it got to that it got to that point is uh points to a bit of an irresponsibility on the professor's part. Yeah, I mean, I know I wasn't there, so I. Don't right. know how it went out, but he was like super Christian, super right wing. Right. Yeah. A, rare, a rarity on the professor circuit. Yeah. I think it was like a political science class, too, I think. At the at the very least, like it, it would be crazy if it was like, no, man, this is like fucking remedial. This is remedial algebra. Uh, I wouldn't be taking remedial algebra, Christopher. Because you're Asian. Asian. Yeah. Well, I get it. I took remedial algebra <laughs> on 9-11. You went to class on 9-11? The evening of 9-11, because I was just like, the fuck? 9-11 happened, and you're like, well, I'll go to school. <laughs> well, dude, I had, like, I had been at home all day, like, I'd been at home all day, like, watching TV, and this was, like, my e- like my evening class. It, like, started at 6, and I was just like, and I, I really needed to pass this class, so I'd never had to take another math class again, so I was like, listen, and also, I lived, you know, a half a mile from school, so it's like, I'm gonna go, and if class is happening... This will be a nice momentary distraction. And if class is not in session, oh, I'll drive home. It was like it was the one one of the few moments of like scholastic responsibility that I remember having. And uh, uh. it paid off. I, I, I passed that class. But they, they didn't have class, did they? Yeah, they did. They had class? Yeah. That's insane. All my classes were canceled that day. Huh. That was That's my only class that day. It. No, I know. Hey, listen. You don't. You don't have to. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to emphasize the seriousness of nine eleven to me. But it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, let's go to. Uh, let's go to the beach in Hawaii on fucking Pearl Harbor. After like, the, hey man, that was in the morning. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that was and that was in the morning New York time. So it was like way earlier in the morning in California. But yeah. No. I mean, I guess in retrospect, I, I mean, you're right. <laughs> Like, I'm thinking about it now. I guess that is kind of weird. It's insane. It's not weird. It's fucking insane. That's like somebody's like, yeah, I got like, I got this yoga class at seven tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, you like miss one class and then you miss, you start, you just. Sure. It's like, hey. You start flying, you're going to miss the next one. (laughs) It's (laughs) 9-11. I think people be like understanding. Right. I mean, I guess in hindsight, it was weird that my professor's. First words when he walked in were, fuck the World Trade Center. I'm trying to do some math here. That's not true. That's insane that that teacher was like, we're going to continue we're our just lesson. Gonna, we're just going to... Did he even, did anybody like, on. did he even say anything? Yeah, yeah, he did. It's like, um, and I'm paraphrasing. It was not, fuck the World Trade Center. <laughs> Let's do some math. It was like, oh, fuck the... Uh, no, uh, he was just like, uh, I know it's been a uh, very crazy day for, uh, for everybody, but, um, you know, we're just going to try to focus on the work here for uh, the next couple hours and uh you know it was you know it was it's like it was the kind of speech you would expect from a guy who teaches remedial algebra at a community college it's kind of like semi-sensitive but still a little maybe a little separated from his own emotions (laughs) yeah okay uh, you know you're right you're you're right it's crazy it's crazy should have been like listen I'm glad you all came, but I think this time is better spent with your family and your friends, and we'll pick up this lesson late next week. You don't want the people who showed up to be like, I drove here from Brea, man. Uh, yeah, you know what the response is? That's fucking out of that, son. 
listen, it's listen, it's nine eleven. That that will that will be even that will be even more serious a sentence in in a couple of years. But this is nine eleven. No, like in like ten days. <laughs> right. All right. So uh, let's get back. This comically evil teacher, <laughs> Pacey, is kind of giving him some grief, and you know he says he makes a little calm, snide comment to uh jack and jack's like yeah and this teacher like turns around and is just like what did you say young man why don't you read your poem but 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 before he does like before he does that when when pacey gives him his poem and he's like oh you're gonna say that 50 percent of your grade is presentation for a poem (laughs) that's insane that's insane 50 percent. that means like i could just write gibberish but if it's it looked nice, I get a D. <laughs> I get a D. <laughs> like hell yeah! And it's like it's like it's not a fucking diorama, man. It's a poem. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, when I heard that, I was like, "That's fucking insane." The, uh, uh, once again, I don't like this teacher. Yeah, so he gets upset and he makes Jack read his poem out loud, which I'm also like, I don't know. That's but whatever. Especially if you don't know what the content of the poem is, how is this like punishment? What if he was super proud of his poem and he's just like, hell yeah, this poem's called "I Love Baseball." Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, but I guess most people don't want to do public speaking, so I guess that's what it is. Sure, yeah. especially especially like read a you know read a poem or whatever. The dude in the back in the yellow and the, the Looks redhead disgusted. <laughs> the, the 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 dude the redhead dude. Uh-huh. is like fucking disgusted he's like yeah, what yeah. the they do to the yellow furry sweater is kind of like hmm i'm intrigued yeah for sure <laughs> read more no like yeah but the, the, the redhead, the redhead is just like the redhead looks like what it looks the like fuck it, he looks like jack farted it's yeah like jack said he and he was like what what <laughs> Not in my cape side. The weird thing about this is like, I mean, the big turn is Jack being like, uh, you said we were just going to turn these in, that no one was going to, you know, that it was they were just for you. And it's just like, and he's like, I changed my mind. It's like, why would you write that poem even if just your teacher was going to read it? Like, oh, because you probably dug extra deep. You probably thought you had a fucking normal teacher who wasn't going to like out you in front of the school. Right. But I mean, like, this isn't their first day in that class. This guy's a monster. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm not gonna blame Jack. Right, and and also like, and this isn't this isn't like giving the teacher a pass. Like, the teacher didn't read that poem first and was like, "Watch me get this gay kid to say gay shit in front of everyone." But of the his, second time that he makes Jack read the poem, is... oh yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing: just don't read the poem. Yeah, I'm not gonna read. Or make oh, make something up, <laughs> or just every time you say he. <laughs> Say her. I don't know. There's ways around it, but obviously, if that sure, happened, we like, wouldn't have a TV show. Listen, you're expecting Jack to like be thinking fast in the moment. That's not a Jack. That's not a Jack uh, trait. So Jack reads this poem and starts crying. Is just like unable to hold back the emotions and starts crying and just like I can't do this and runs out of the room. Right. Pacey goes to follow him. Yeah, and, we're, and the teacher's like, sit down, young man. You made him cry. I mean, I'm not here to pat myself on the back or anything, but were that me, probably would have kept walking. Nobody else in this, this class reacts. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, Everybody's it's a real... just like, fucking another day in this class. This is a fucking insane class, you that's, know? That's, and yeah, that's the thing. It's just like in, any, like, in any other class situation, it's like, this is the craziest shit I've ever seen. But in this, is like, well, fourth period now. 
it is weird that Pacey just is like, all right, I'll sit back down. <laughs> all right, sitting back down. Yeah, you want to get all self-righteous and, and follow him out, but then you get you get a couple sit-downs, and you're like, all right, uh, I'll talk to him when the bell rings. <laughs> <laughs> For for uh, for such a uh, you know such a mercurial student, he's like he's all of a sudden. Although I get like I get the internal the internal battle where it's just like you just got like three B's and two A's. You're like doing school good now. <laughs> Maybe you're just supposed to like behave yourself. Um, no, fuck that. Just doesn't seem like Pacey don't sit back down. Sure. No. Yeah, I get that too. That would be a dope. That would be a boss move though if he goes up if he goes up to the desk and gets in his face and he's like. A fuck teacher's prettier than you. <laughs> so we're in the computer lab, which is apparently just like IMing random people. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, and it's also it's also nice for this show to finally acknowledge the phenomenon that was AIM in nineteen ninety-eight. So this is where that dude got his Spielberg's uh, stud handle. Yep. Yeah, fi- finally we got an origin story for uh for the most famous of the Dawson uh Dawson's Creek Twitter, Twitter personalities. Who, who, by the way, has always been a real supporter of the Dawson dude. So we, we very much thank Spielberg, Spielberg stud for all that. He has a lot more followers than we do and always retweets when we put a new episode up. So very grateful. Yeah. Lovely dude. Or woman. Or, we don't know. Or a lady. Who knows? I'm just going by the stud part, but I feel like we've been remiss in mentioning that particular Twitter. So thanks, pal. But we got a couple of uh, dudes. This one dude looks like the office IT guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> like he looks straight like a 27 year old. Yeah. It's like, what's this man doing here? And then in the background, there's like a poster of Nicolas Cage. Dude, do you remember in class there was like a poster of Gregory Hines telling you how good it was to read? I remember there being amongst various classrooms like celebrities telling you to do shit. Yeah, like definitely a theme of like, yeah, posters of celebrities being like, hey, calculus will help you (laughs) from fucking uh, Mikhail Baryshnikov or some shit. They're, uh... These dudes are talking about the incident that just happened, and, uh... Hey, that gay dude's gay. Joey and Dawson are like, oh, shit's going down. Yeah. We're at the ice house, and this is one of two scenes Betsy's in, which is, like, insane. Bessie. Like, Bessie. Bessie. Yeah, that's what I said. That sounds like you're saying Betsy. Bessie. Bessie. Like a, like a cow's name. She's in two scenes, and they're both, like, passing. They're just like... Yeah. Hey Dawson. Huh. Hey, hey, I'm Bessie. All right, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> like she, like she was probably had like a contract where she had to appear in a certain amount of episodes, and it was like, shit, we gotta th- we gotta start throwing Bessie in a couple of these. So Dawson's like, hey, I just want to see how you're feeling, and she's like, right. what are you saying? I'm, I'm I'm fine, and he's like, well, I'm just, you know, I mean, a, like you and your gay boyfriend. <laughs> the whole school is saying your boyfriend's gay, and she's like, you think my boyfriend's gay? <laughs> Well, I mean, technically I'm part of the whole school, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that poem is pretty straightforward. Yeah. But she's saying, like, this is Dawson trying to, like, break oh, them you're, up. Yeah, you're, oh, no, oh, no, you're doing that classic Dawson shit where you're just trying to break us up. In earnest, I think Dawson is just concerned and sure. for his friend. And but you, can, but, you can also, but you can also get where Joey might, uh, you know, have a little bit of an eyebrow raise. He and Jack have been friends for, you know basically six, 16 hours but i think it's more of a defensive thing because nobody sure. wants to be like my boyfriend's is is gay my boyfriend might be gay i mean yeah. unless unless you're boy unless you are also a, a dude but she definitely ratchets it up a little bit sure like, sure sure like she took it to 11 where it was like i was coming over here at two 
<laughs> I came here at a two. I mean, at least started a five. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she gets mad and Dawson's like, I fucking can't wait around here. <laughs> My creak and everything. Next, we cut to Pacey. Uh, this the is McPhee's Pacey home, and, and yeah, where oh, there are never any parents, nope. and uh, they're doing a little study sesh, and and uh, uh, Pacey wants to have a similar conversation yeah, with, with Andy. Andy and Andy's like, "Hey, man, it's nothing to talk about. Like, my brother's just a little different, so people think he's different. Like, he's not gay or anything. But like, she like she frame like she frames it real victim blamey. Yeah, <laughs> she's just like he always wants to." Like march by his own drummer. If he just if he just like would write a regular poem, then this shit like this wouldn't happen to him. But then Pacey does a real fucked up thing and does well. How do you? How would you feel? And she's like, it doesn't matter. And he's like, no. Tell me how you would feel. Like and she's like, I would be di- I would be disappointed. And, he, and he's like, that's fucked up. And it's yeah. like you don't get to ask somebody how they feel about something. You like rope that rope them into a hypothetical just to pounce on them and when they give it when to they you. They're honest about how they would feel. Yeah. Like hopping on them, you you put them down for feeling like for being honest, right? It's like and it's just like when she, did, when did Pacey become the town progressive? When you don't allow people to be honest, that's when they hide their real feelings. Sure, and then you never get to have that conversation, right? It's because like if you're gonna bite my if you're gonna bite my head off when I give you my honest reaction, rather than like discuss rather than discussing it, and then you never allow me to come to terms with it, right? Even though. She, yeah, even you never get does. to ask. You never get to like force somebody to act, tell you what they feel and then be mad about you how monster. they feel. You sure. never get to do that, right? Even if it's, like it's unfair, it, what they're saying is like wrong, right? But you're the one who's asking me. Like you're forcing me to do this. Like yeah, don't don't ask que- don't ask questions you don't want the answers yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, and it's like okay, maybe she's not as progressive as Pacey, but like it's just sort of like this is yeah, this is not like, the way to like do handle anything. And also, I think Jack says a really big thing later on where he's like, "This isn't your fight, bro. Sure, this for isn't sure. about you." Like I know you're like into like saving people and yeah, all. you want to be you want to be the hero right now, which is which is like a good thing to call Casey or Casey Pacey out. For Pacey has white knight syndrome, the whitest knight. He's got to rescue everybody because he can't rescue himself. Sure, if if I can if I can focus on all uh, like these other people's fights, then I don't have to um uh figure out my dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a little, it's fucked up. It's a little fucked up. It's but like it is, you, it is I very, get where it's, Pacey's it's coming te- from. It's teenagery, though. It's not just teenager. People do this shit all the time. People fight battles that don't involve them all the time sure, because no. they want to be seen as progressive or sure, like sure. an ally. So, uh, cut to uh, Jen's house, and Jen's on the porch and is being called over and over by Ty to go out on this fucking day. Ty's like, do you like my persistence? And it's like, that's not the word I would use. And I, and I like, I literally wrote down, by the way, this is the only note I wrote down. I just wrote down the term harassment because that's the fucking, that's what he's doing. Yeah, but she eventually gives it after the third phone call. Comedy rule of threes. <laughs> decides to go on this date with Ty. Just literally so he will stop calling her. <laughs> that's not okay. B storyline seems just like... <sighs> Yeah, I don't Do give we a sh- need a B storyline? I mean, yeah, like, I feel like the, the A storyline story is pretty, pretty serious. Fucking big. Yeah, you also call it into question because this B story sucks. Fuck this dude. I don't like this dude at all. Yeah, so we're back at the ice house. The Bessie's second scene and all, thir- last scene. Hi, me again. To give this terrible advice to Joey, just I just say, "Huh, long day, huh?" 
Yeah. I, you know, if I really want to see what people are into, I start with some small talk shit. <laughs> it's like, yeah, thanks, asshole. I could have come up with that on my own. Joey decides to implement it and is like, hey, long day, huh, Jack? And it's like, and Jack's like, fuck you. Ask me, ask me, ask me what you want to ask me. And it's like, of course you're dating him. You don't, you don't start with like, you don't start with like, you know, been hot lately. Right. Yeah. Dumb. Bessie, I think, doesn't know what's actually going like. She doesn't know this whole like gay rumor thing. I don't think. Right. Oh, of course not. But yeah, like it's, it's just, it's interesting because like one of the strong suits of this show typically is like Joey Bessie interactions, save for the whole, like, it's the second kiss horse shit like their their sister like their sister stuff tends to be pretty good and it's really weak in this episode yeah i mean uh, they didn't really want to have bessie in this episode clearly yeah, no shit so they have a little conversation about like why'd you write that poem bro yeah and hey, he's like why'd you i write, don't know why'd you write that gay poem i sat down at my dad's and i just wrote what came to me maybe it was an image of me or my brother or yeah he's like it was masculine but it wasn't sexual and it's like yeah it's pretty sexual bro <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a bad thing but it's just like let's, it might, let's yeah no but let's call a poem a poem he's like don't worry i'm not gay i know like just like don't worry about it yeah and she's like okay okay I just just wanted to hear it from you. Cool. In this in this really awkward, stilted way where I confront you. I guess there's really no good way to do it. It's one of those things where it's like, he's not going to bring it up. Yeah. And it's just like, it's 1998. And or any time where you're just like, yeah, I'm 15. This is not something uh, I expected to deal with. Listen, if you were 36 and somebody was like, your husband's gay, it'd be the I, same thing where it's like, well, I would be like, yeah, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> or like you were your partner's gay, right? right and be just right. like, oh, I don't know. Huh. I, there's no way to bring this up with like, sure. It's like about just like so. no casual way to bring it up and be like, yeah, right. This is insane. <laughs> this next scene this is so insane. crazy. We are to believe that in Cape Side there is a speakeasy jazz club. Right. It's like like a big bad voodoo daddy fever dream that allows children to order martinis. <laughs> And it's supposed to be cool? Right. Well, it's, yeah, because it's not like, listen, Ty does not look like Billy. (laughs) Ty looks like a child, just like Jen does. But, like, even if, let's say they were all adults, this is cool? No, this this was one of the least cool things. Like, like, this is like, but the... We're supposed to think like, man, this is like a really cool thing. I feel like, I feel like this is the model for, like... I feel like when they they do like pickup bars at seminars, like the like this is some yeah, or just like like before the first numb nut starts speaking, like there's like a uh in the big screen behind them, there's a, a, like a super cut of stuff, and that and that comes up was like this is where you could be meeting ladies. This is like when a dork watched swingers and then had like a fever dream about like being a oh, part of that sure. world for sure. Oh uh, yeah, that's like I'll be in a smoky jazz club and then I'll, like. I'll At t- least he doesn't I'll, have a fucking fedora on, and, like, but he might as well. Everybody will know my name and like... Hey, Ty's like, here. Yeah, and like, I'll take a girl out, she'll be so impressed. It's just like... Yeah. This is one. This is not bad boy. No. This is like the lamest shit ever. Yeah, you 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 might as well be meeting your fucking grandma in there. <laughs> like, Grams might, might as well be there being like, you know, sometimes I like to cut loose on the weekends. Although this is the, this is the second time that... Ty has taken Jen somewhere where everybody's like, hey, fucking Ty's here. 
first it was a Bible study. Now it's a the lamest the lamest place in history. Yeah, it's fucking insane. So we're back in the uh, school and like people have like put up posters and yeah. schools like all about like Jack being gay. They're like full on like have not gotten over it. It's in the air. It's on the walls. And people uh, think collectively uh, the school's uh, leaning towards thumbs down. Yeah. So we're back in the like, same class and the teacher's making Jack read the poem again, which is just insane. It's like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> he couldn't. Yeah. Because he couldn't finish it uh, on account of crying the day before. This person should not be allowed to be responsible for minors. It goes like Catholic priests, and then right below them is this teacher. This dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, he may not be physically molesting them, but he is psychologically He is emotionally abusing, abusing them. them. <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's, it's like, this isn't even a military school. What are you doing? Guy's such a monster. But I think maybe we have to make him such a monster. So it's okay that when Pacey spits in his, in his face, face, you're like, that yeah. it's like, it's the worst thing you could do. It's one of the worst things you could do. To a person? Is, Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, I have no respect for you. I spit in your face. Right. This is definitely like expulsion behavior yeah. on both sides. He should be fired and Pacey should be expelled. Right. The fact that they're like, apologize or you're suspended. Like there's there's a reality where Pacey is not being expelled, not only not being expelled, but can like keep going to school every day is nuts. It's the harshest is like a week long suspension. It's like, man, Pacey probably does like week long suspensions every other week. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I, I just be like, I'll take the suspension, man. If this is one of those. It's like I get where Pacey's coming from. Yeah. This guy's fucking awful. Right. But it's one of those things where you're also, later on we'll see, where it's like you're kind of making it even harder for sure jack to, yeah. to do it to be and do make anything. this a whole fucking spectacle and it's all about you right this is all about you and you're trying to say it's all about jack and protecting jack but no no this is about you and the problem is pacey's improv skills because he spits in his face right after the <laughs> right after the teacher says something about about like it's like you're spitting it's like you're spitting in the face of academics or whatever and it's just like and he says no yes, sir it's- <laughs> this is which is like we still called up sir <laughs> yeah maybe that's why they're giving him the chance of uh, of only a suspension because well, it's like at sir. least you addressed him possibly or uh, addressed him properly. This school, the handling of this situation is like all insane. Which is you like continue, you, you get to continue to teach and you just say a sorry and we're back. It's like whoa. <laughs> well, it's like this school has a history of mishandling things that involve Pacey and teachers. So I mean that's that's at least thematically uh, consistent. If I do a kid spit in a teacher's face. And didn't get expelled. I would never stop spitting in teachers' faces. <laughs> yeah, that would be yeah. my go-to weapon every time. Oh shit! Like you can just spit, spit in teachers' faces now. <laughs> you'd be like, you'd be like cutting, cutting out of whatever class you were in to go spit in teachers' cl- teachers' faces. Another class. You're not even my teacher. <laughs> I I heard you're terrible. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. insane. That's bonkers. And then the fact that they're like, oh, I'll sleep on it, Tracy. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're going to give you a second chance to decide to apologize. Like, what's happening here? They don't even call Pacey's parents in. Yeah. Hey, Sheriff Witter. Pacey walks out of the principal's office, sees Jack, and is like, hey, man, you didn't have to come down here to support me. And Jack's like, I'm not fucking down I'm here to support you. you. You're messing up my life any uh, more than it already is. He tells him, like, I don't need a hero. I know you have a complex, a hero complex, yeah. but I'm not somebody you need to rescue. 
I'm looking for less attention, not more right now, man. Yeah. I'm not here to be part of your narrative. I'm really glad they have this scene right. because it's like the outing of Jack shouldn't be a storyline about Pacey. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's definitely smart on the uh, it's and it's well observed on the part of the show to be like, this can't this can't be how this i get you know pisces motivation where he talks about it later on he feels at fault for it yeah but it's one of those things where sometimes you're not equipped to fix the situation and you're just making it worse right and it's just like you know for jack all he's hoping for is i just want this to die just to pass yeah i just just gonna lay low for a couple yeah. weeks and this will pass and something else will happen i will get to like return to my life and yeah not rock any more boats and Right. You know what I mean? And well, what Pacey's yeah. doing is like constantly bringing this into focus again. Right. When I was in eighth grade, I dealt with something slightly similar, even though I am not gay. I've mentioned previously on the show that I experienced some bullying in junior high. And the bullying I experienced was sort of at the hands of people, of the people who were ostensibly friends of mine. I called you a couple of names. I don't know if it was full on bullying, Christopher. We didn't know each other in eighth grade. How dare you? By like eighth grade, I was like, this probably isn't how this is supposed to be. So I like I stopped hanging out with them and made like another friend and I would hang out with my other friend and not these people. So a few weeks went by and they started telling people that I made out with this guy. And so for like the next month, they would walk by me and yell that I did that. Or people would come up to me and uh, come up to me and be like, "Did you make out with that guy?" Like literally, the only thing I wanted to do was like crawl into a hole until people stopped asking me that question. The one thing I can be thankful for is that I didn't have a pacey to make this shit, to make this shit blow up and for no one to forget it. When you're in the middle of it, it mm-hmm. feels like everybody like everybody knows and everybody's saying something, but the mm-hmm. likelihood is that. That's not the case because most people didn't know me. Would like to think I was pretty in with everything that was going on at school. Yeah. I never heard of it. Of course. Of course. But it's like when it's If they had said, you know that guy, Chris, I would have been like, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, but yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, it's like one of those things where like in the moment it feels like everybody knows, but then in my head, it's uh, in your head. It's like, yeah, everybody knows. But then the reality of it is like, most people don't even know who the fuck you are or whether <laughs> you exist or give a shit about any of this. So cut to Ty talking to Jen at school. Big T. <laughs> I don't know. I keep calling him that. Like I like him. I don't like him. So she's just like, um, last night was kind of weird. You took me to this weirdest fucking place. <laughs> you have this like dual life you live. And it's like, I kind of. It seems like he's a dork in both these lives, though. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing is, is like you got two different like costumes, dork costumes you wear. Yeah, so one of them has a fucking dry martini in it. They making it out to be like he like fucking like like kills babies or something like like he like he's a priest assassin. <laughs> yeah, but he's just like no nah, man. I just like go to jazz clubs once in a while and have Cape, a martini. Cape side, Cape side zone, super hip jazz club. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, man, it's something to go to church on, something to apologize on Sunday for. And it's just like, oh man, if this is your sinful existence, like God thinks you're a dork. Listen, you don't got to pray for forgiveness for this shit. You're fine. Yeah. So next we're in the halls of Cape side and Pacey, Dawson and Andy are walking down and 
Andy's kind of just like fishing for a little uh, information here. Right. And she's like, hey, so like. I have the same question everybody else has. Yeah. Are you going to apologize or what? Yeah. It's like, nah. Yeah. And Pace is like, wow, man, I'm going to take the suspension. I'm going to take the week vacation. She's just like, it's going to screw up all of the academic. Like, it really wouldn't. It w- it's a week. You can miss a week and not like all of a sudden like be failing all your classes. Yeah, it's fucking high school. You don't do shit in one week. <laughs> but he should apologize because he assaulted he assaulted a teacher. You fucking spit in somebody's face. You sh- even if you feel like you're right, you should apologize. That's not okay. That's just not a, the way to handle this situation. Yeah. No matter how much of a monster this guy is, both Andy and Dawson are kind of like, "Hey, man, what you did wasn't just a passing." Thing. And you need to apologize for that. Yeah. Like, this guy doesn't deserve our respect. But he doesn't but- deserve your fucking spit in his face. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. It's disgusting. You might as well come in his face. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been, been, been nicer. That would have been fucking crazy. <laughs> and then I waited for 10 minutes for this kid to jack off in my face. <laughs> what are you doing? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Five minutes you just, later. You just sat there for five. Well, I don't know. I wanted to see how it ended. Didn't know what he was doing. Pacey and Pacey's just like, you know, two and a half minutes. And he's like, sorry, it's hard. It's difficult with all this crowd before, but I'm getting there. But we get to Jack's locker and there's a crowd and somebody has written a slur on his locker. The F slur. This is probably another thing you relate to, Chris. I mean, nobody wrote a slur on your locker. They just wrote your combination. They just wrote the combination. But yeah, I mean, having a t- having extra attention paid to my locker is definitely something I can identify yeah, just with. Kind of being humiliated in in a in a, in a like in a public way. Yeah, in a public way. Just sure. Obviously, not the level of it's definitely. It's definitely like the minor leagues of that. But yeah, it's like. Yeah, it's not. It's like if somebody had, like, scrolled white dork on your fucking locker. <laughs> well, one of my uh, quote-unquote friends used to just dropkick me, dropkick me from behind in, in, like, the hallways. So there's definitely a lot of, like, shitty things happening in front of uh, multiple onlookers to me. I don't get precisely where he's coming from, but I, sm- I, sm- I smell where he's coming from. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a different level, but similar. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it's not fair to compare traumas. Everybody's trauma is their trauma and is just as important to them as it is to yeah. the other person. Yeah, so Jack does the only thing you can do, which is just to like... Just o- you just open your open goddamn your locker. locker. <laughs> like, what can you, you know, he can't carry all his books on him like you did for two years. Right. <laughs> like, you, can't spray, you don't spray paint that on your backpack and walk around with it. What he should have done is been like, uh, just like turn around and like, you know, this isn't Dawson's locker. Just, 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 just throw him, just throw him under the bus. Hey, this is, hey, this is Dawson's locker. This is like, it's, this fucked up. This is a real shit. Like, how do you even like, what do you even do? You just gotta like, it's just like, I'm going home for the day. Like, I right. can't deal with this shit. This is like, that. this is like, uh, you remember that movie School Ties? Where yeah, Brendan yeah. Fraser plays the least Jewish-looking uh, Jewish person to like go to some prestigious school, and they like put like a swastika flag on his uh, door, and so he like stands outside in the rain to fight whoever did it, and everybody just looks at him like Jack can't do that shit. But then Joey does something insane. <laughs> it seemed like. I get where she's coming from. I get from. the motivation, but it's also like, I don't know if this is proving anything to anybody. <laughs> yeah, because you both seem uncomfortable with it. But yeah, <laughs> jo- uh, Joey swoops in and is just like, kiss me. It's like, oh, he's not gay. He kissed a girl. 
that that lady that lady kissed him. That lady we nobody likes. Yeah, now they don't like him because uh, they think he's gay and poor. Joey does the only thing she knows how to do. Her heart was in the right place. <laughs> Her heart's in the right place, but it's also like just make it more of a spectacle. <laughs> Although. Her heart's also kind of in the wrong place because it's just like she's also uh, kind of like, listen, no boy, no, no boyfriend of mine's going to be gay. It's not, so it's like it's like to protect him, but it's also to protect her a little bit. Back at the McPhee's, Andy finally talks to Jack about this whole situation, which is this is a good scene. It's stupid that like it's taken this long for them to have this conversation. But right. but they've also been they've been occupied with a lot of other family stuff yeah and so she pretty much goes up to him and starts talking to him and he's like oh you're finally talking to me it's like right i've done some soul searching yeah so she's you know kind of just like i'm really sorry for not being there for you but like there's so much going on with our lives right now and i'm trying to keep everything together and not on any pills right now and i just had a breakdown like a couple days ago and broke up a base yeah (laughs) so like i'm sorry my initial reaction wasn't supportive and right. was resentment instead of being supportive. Because I, I said some shit to Pacey. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more about myself and than I was about you and what you had to go through. Right. So it's really nice. And yeah, I think this is something that like people initially have a reaction to put down somebody who doesn't who's not supportive of like, like if you have a family member who's not supportive people are like oh yeah fuck them whatever right but when you're in a family things are different feelings are different responsibilities to each other are different so sure. the history is di- the history is different it's deeper initial it's reactions are are different than like some random stranger just being like i hate that guy because he's gay Right. Right. Families have different dynamics, stuff we don't understand about. And they have to go and even friends have to go through a process sometimes of like, hey, maybe you were you were taught a certain way. And, you you know, because you've never had a friend that was different. Right. You never had to deal with it. And then all of a sudden you have to and then you have to question things that you have been taught. Sure. And so you have a neat you have a knee jerk reaction. But since your relationship is is uh, familial, you don't have to sit. You won't sit with that initial reaction. You will. Th- more goes on. You know, it's very difficult to come out. I'm sure. Sure. I don't think I'm out of place to say that. And right. I think it is equally can be equally as difficult for people in their lives to accept them sometimes. And mm-hmm. this is a process that we have to allow people to go through if we mm-hmm. want minds to change about everything you know it's like if there is a person who's never been around an asian person and they're like i don't know what i can say around you or whatever what jokes i can make or whatever Mm -hmm. it's fair for them to make mistakes and to learn and if they learn that's great right like i allow people to i think we need to allow people to be honest about their feelings even if you don't wrong. agree with what those feelings even are. Even if they're wrong. Not just I don't agree, but you're just straight up wrong. Right. Like you if you could be honest about your feelings, then I know where you're coming from, then at least I can like We can open up a we dialogue. Can have, we can open a dialogue and talk sure. about it. But if if, if it, we can if you can communicate like in good faith where it's just like, listen, I'm I'm being honest with what my feelings are, you can return you can return the favor and hopefully learn. And they and they can hopefully learn. Yeah, because sometimes people aren't just. I was on in the subway once. I can't remember who I was with. Wait, Maybe sorry, was probably, sorry. The the New York subway or the sandwich store. The, I was in a New York subway. 
wait, a New York <laughs> public transportation a New York or a New York tra- sandwich store. I was in a subway station in New York City, underground, Didn't not have a, a sandwich shop, no. <laughs> okay. No. Um, and there was um, a Chinese man playing, mm-hmm. um, you know, that like Chinese bow instrument Yeah, that looks like uh, a sledgehammer with a... Uh, string attached to it. Yes, that's and right. And there was a, 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 a black man. Mm-hmm. I think he might have been like African. From fr- uh, from Africa. From like, Africa, sure. Like, yeah, I think I remember him having an accent maybe. Mm-hmm. And, it was, and it wasn't a Scottish accent. <laughs> no, I can't remember. Maybe he was American. Sure. He was like, man, that China man can really play. Right. And then he turns to me, he's like, no offense. And I was like, that eh, not taken. Yeah. I honestly believe he didn't really mean to offend me. Like, Right. He what he it was just that that's that was the word he knows for that. Right. He just he was an older man. Yeah. He, you know, probably hasn't like really been around many Asians. Like right. I mean, besides like just seeing them. Like obviously in New York you see Asians, but just like interacting with right. Right, right. But like he he said it and he and had then a, he yeah. had a momentary been like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Right. But, yeah, but it's, you know. The right the right term isn't the first one that came to my head. This per- yeah, I, I could have been, I could have made a big deal about it and been like, well, sure. blah 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 blah. You should have, you know, especially because you're African American and people, you, you should know, understand. You, yeah, 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 yeah. I could have made a big deal about it, or it's just like, hey, I understand. You don't mean to offend me. Obviously, we're having a conversation, dude. We're being right. polite to each other. Your instinct wasn't to be like, now I'm going to call him a slur, and he's going to be like, right. like obviously, like he that wasn't was trying a- to start a fight with yeah, you. He yeah, was, yeah. Tr- he was remarking on how well the other gentleman played his instrument. Yeah. So Jack and Andy kind of make up and make out and well, you know, you make out, you make out with your sister. They're actually twins. Uh, it's uh, you know, after you come to an accord, it's like, all right. Essentially, it's just like, Hey, you know, I know you're scared. I'm scared, but we're family and I love you. And we're, you're not alone. Like we're a family and maybe we don't have anybody else, but we have right. each other. Not unlike you know, the juggalos family family yeah. so they make up and joey climbs through dawson's window and dawson's just keeps fucking with this little town it's like i can't stop looking at this fucking town and, and like i think he says that like she comes in and he's just like this thing's amazing he's becoming someone's weird uncle i think after that kiss joey's like mm, i think he's gay <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe a little bit I was I was like waiting for that waiting for that spark and uh didn't feel it. And she's like, What what do I do? And she's like, I know it's weird to like for us to talk about my relationship, but like I don't have any I don't have any friends. Right. So it's congrats. It's you you, you yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, and uh Bessie she's only she's only two scenes in. And uh, uh, she gave me some, And the last advice she gave me was garbage. Terrible. So, uh, we're gonna tr- we're gonna try this again. She's like, "What do I? What do I do?" And she's Address, like, "Well, you did you ask? ask yeah. Did you ask him? Did you? Did you? Were you like, hey, are you gay?'" And she's like, "I just I couldn't. I didn't want. Like, I feel like I don't want, I don't want to know the I, answer. I can't. Like, I yes, I get that. It's like one of those things where it's like this is a delicate subject. Yeah. If somebody's is and you you don't want to force them to come out or anything. Yeah. But you are their girlfriend, so you kind of want to know. The you answer want... is an important is important to you specifically. Yeah. But if he, he's not, then it's like, oh, you keep questioning my sexuality. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not conducive to boyfriendy girlfriend. If you're going to keep asking me this question, <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. sort of like she's in 
a hard place where it's like, I don't want this to be about me because he's going through all this. Right. But I am tied to him in a relationship. And it's one of those things where it's like, when you're in a relationship with somebody, something is, it's just never about you alone. Right. Because uh, things that unit. happen to the other person also affect you, especially if it's about their sexuality. Right. Whether they're, um, find you, whether they find you attractive or if they're just sort of powering through finding you attractive. And so Dawson is just, is like, yeah, just ask him. Well, he makes yeah. that joke about elephant of the room, except you, said, yours yeah. is a gay elephant. Yours is a gay elephant. <laughs> He's like, I had to make that joke. It's like, no, you didn't. It's not even that good a joke. Yeah, but it's a joke I think we we all would have made. Of course it. Of course yeah. it is. We're yeah. You know, we knew what we knew then. We know what we know now. What do you want? <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's, you know, let's. It's nice to make a joke when you're talking about some serious shit. Sometimes. Sure. Yeah. Let let the let, almost every joke I I make is inappropriate. Is when things are inappropriately serious. Yeah, but she, she, he tells her that like relationships start and end with honesty, and if you guys can't be honest with each other. Like, what's the point? What that? What does that leave? Where does that leave you guys? Like, if you can't ask an honest question and he can't give you an honest answer, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Why? Why? Why would this be a relationship worth being in anyway? Yeah. And he tells her to go hunt an elephant. Yeah, it's a weird. This is some, some clunky writing right there. But she's like, yeah. It's like sometimes you know what to do, and you, you don't want to do it. Yeah. You just need someone to be like, this is what you should do, and it's like, you I have, do that already. You somebody to tell you like you have to do it right like it's like you know what to do you don't want to do it and you just need something to be like no you have to do it you have to yeah so she's like fuck (laughs) i I was hoping i was hoping you were gonna say i didn't have to so uh pacey and dawson they're still talking about this and pacey's like shit maybe i should i should just apologize fuck (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's like Wait, you don't think I what I did was right, do you, Dawson? He's like, listen, man, I'm not here to judge you. I would never judge. I'm I'm the last person in this place to ever judge you, Pacey. Who? Me? Dawson? I don't judge. Me? Dawson? Dawson, judgy Leary. But Pacey's like, you wouldn't have done the same thing, would you? And it's like, of course of not. Of course not. No one would have done the same thing, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Just Dawson wouldn't. Never spit anybody's face. It's just not Dawson. That's that's not a Dawson thing. Yeah, Dawson would just go mope about it later. Yeah. Did Jimmy Stewart ever do it in a movie? Did Gary Cooper ever do it in a movie? Guess what? Dawson's not doing it in in real life. Yeah, and he's like, well, are you ashamed of me? And he's like, dude, you're my best friend. I would never be ashamed of you. But a little. (laughs) I'd rather you didn't do that. Now now I'm like friends with the guy who fucking spit in somebody's, (laughs) spit a teacher's face. Yeah, but he's there to support Pacey and sure. he, Pacey gets called in. And uh, did you think Pacey was going to apologize? I felt like it's tough. Like he's made, you know, he's grown by uh, not leaps and bounds, but, you know, he's he's become a little more mature in the last few episodes. So like heading into it, uh, I was like and just like from my pragmatic perspective, I was like, just apologize, man. And, but I I felt like he wasn't going to. Yeah, he actually does the perfect thing. Right. Where he says, I apologize for the act, but I don't apologize for defending my friend because what you did in there was horrific. Right. And how you treat your students is horrific and you don't deserve to be a teacher. And I will never apologize for that. Right. Which is like, 
like that like that's a, that's a something you can stand behind at like either both as pa- like Pacey can be proud of that apology and I think as Pacey's you know as someone rooting for Pacey like you can you can really you can back that whole pretty much that whole thing yeah I think Pacey always finds the right words at the end of the day for right. the most part I think in the last episode he kind of fumbled a little bit yeah, he wanted to, wanted to come back strong with his speechifying this time. <laughs> but this time, like most times, he figures out, maybe too late sometimes, mm-hmm. maybe not at the right times, but this time he gets it right. Like, I'm yeah. not going to stand and say that what he did was okay, but I am going to admit what I did was wrong. I'll own what I own, but like, this guy's not cool. Yeah, and it's... Kind of weird because they, they that he just leaves and then the, the, everybody's, right, just, everybody's just standing there like <laughs> that's not how this works. Yeah, you don't that, get to leave when you want to leave. Yeah, there's there's uh hey Pacey, there's no uh there's no mic drop here. There's there's more to this. There's like a verdict and shit. Yeah, but it's uh, a solid. It's a solid. It's a pretty baller move though. Where just like listen, I decide when I'm done listening to whatever's going on here. It's like the adults at Cape Side have no control over anything. No, it's like they're, they're fucking spectators as much as anything. Like yeah. the one of the most notable things about like as terrible a teacher as that dude was. Like at least he was like running like running shit in his classroom everybody else just seems to kind of like have have a uh, child like have children happen to them where it's just like yeah it's like oh is he is he allowed to walk out like that it's like yeah i guess so i guess we're i guess we're done here pacey's moping on a dock and andy classic creek dock mope classic I can always find somebody on a dock. Yeah, one one of these four fucking kids is on a dock right now. Yeah, you would really wonder how people would find people pre-cell phone. Like, how are these kids able to always find right. them, find their friends? Well, I think it's where they it's need to. Of, I think it's one of those things where it's another you know, Cape Side expands and contracts as it needs to. But I think ultimate, like I think in. Uh, Kevin Williamson and the writer's conception of the actual size of the town is that it's pretty small. And so I think it's, I still, think it's one of those things. Even the smallest town, if I have to look, if I have to look more than two places, I'm done. I'm done. Right. I'm done. Which is what, which is why they mope on Creek. They mope, mope on docks. So it's like, if one of the other three people I know needs to find me, they'll try a couple docks. They'll probably pick the one I'm on. We find out that they had a uh, Pacey a one week suspension. They yeah. didn't accept his apology. Too specific. We just wanted. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess he deserves. Yeah, he deserves. You still he, did spit in a, spit yeah, in teacher's I, face. I think he, at the end of the day, deserves his suspension. But the teacher deserves to not also be. Around. be yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, he has this conversation with Andy, and he's really upset at Andy still for right. not being there and supporting him through this. And Andy's like, "That's not fair. Just because like I didn't agree with what you did, you don't have a right to be upset with me, mm-hmm. you know." And then his point is, "Listen, like I am not going to do a li- lot of wrong I- shit, and I need. I'm going to need your support on most I- of it." I don't need you to agree with me, but I need to know that like you're there for me because nobody's ever there for me. Right. Which is not necessarily true. Sure. Yeah. Uh, fucking Dawson's there. Dawson's there for him all the fucking time. People are there for him. Pa- Dawson was just there for him. You know? Yeah. There for me. There for me. 
I get it. You want your girlfriend there for you to back you up. And so she's just like, why is this such a big deal to you? And he's like, it was my fault. I antagonized the teacher and he knew he couldn't go after me and he went after Jack instead. And so it was my fault that this happened. Which is a fair assessment, really. Right. And Andy's kind of like, well, how am I supposed to know that? Right. I'm not even in that class. I didn't see any of this shit. Uh, I'm getting all this stuff secondhand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is also fair. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't fucking know what you're feeling. Yeah. You didn't say shit. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, well, you didn't want to hear about it. I'm not trying to hear that. See, <laughs> <laughs> you, you just wanted shit to get done. Which is an Andy, a very Andy yeah. personality trait. Like she's a, she's a uh, get shit done Yeah. So he's like, I'm just going to go home. You know, Pacey's oppressed when he wants to go home. Yeah, I'm gonna go around Deputy Doug and my dad, get a quick get a quick anger yank in, and then pass out. Maybe my, maybe my brother will pull his gun on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's also yeah. Uh, Mister Defender of the LGBT community is gonna go home and co- and find a bunch of different ways to call his brother gay. <laughs> yeah, but we've moved on from there. He's grown sure. a lot since. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. But you know, the second he walks to the door, he's going to make some like Streisand reference or something and just be like, ah, like an old glove. We're starting to get like Andy and Pacey kind of pulling apart and things, their relationship being more complicated. Com- yeah, the complexities are, are arriving. I mean, yeah. the most complex being like, uh, I'm off my meds and breaking up with you. But now like there's there there's a more... Like, this is a you more, weren't there when I needed you now. Yeah, it's this like, is a more natural, less over-the-top uh, kind of reason that relationships become complicated. Yeah, and then we cut to the ice house. Like, it's just like Jack working alone at the ice house these days. Just like... Yeah, which which means Jack really must have learned a lot about the business in the last couple months where there's like... In the in the beginning, they were just like kind of trusting him to do stuff. And, uh, well, the ice house didn't burn down, so he must have figured it out. Yeah, he went from uh, not being able to fill the salt shakers to, like, just fucking run this shit on my own. <laughs> yeah, uh, doing a lot of theoretical mopping into, like, yeah, man, I, I, op- I, I open it, I close, what do you need? What shift do you want me on? Yeah, so Joe's just, like, just comes out and says, are you gay? What are you, gay? Yeah. She's like, I, if I don't just ask you, I probably would never ask you. And he's like, I'll show you who's gay. And he makes out with her. Right. And she's like, can you just like promise me no more poems? And it's like, well, it's not really his fault. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. like, like, listen, no one was supposed to hear this poem. <laughs> yeah. Literally nobody. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, well, even if everybody, it's like, listen, poems a poem. <laughs> this is a town of monsters. <laughs> right. That is just like such a like unspoken like a bunch of tacit stuff with her asking can i just ask no more poems where it's just like uh like i know you really are gay so i'm gonna need you to like push that like real real down to the point where it doesn't even come out in your art he assures her he's not gay yeah they embrace and then we get this like kind of pan over to his face where it's like yeah he's gay (laughs) this this is this um this this gentleman is is a gay gentleman (laughs) yeah this is a gay story and Jack is gay, and he's right. just not ready sure. to come out, and just had probably one of the worst weeks of his life. And that, including that his brother has died, and his mom is crazy, and that his dad has left them. Right. Like, the last thing I think Jack wants is to be oh outed. Oh, my God. Like, the, <laughs> this week. like, the utter, like, 
that this is how his community has responded to the mere possibility that he might be gay. It's like, why on earth would any reasonable person be like, this is the climate to come out in? Yeah, the McPhee's... It's tough for, dude, it is hard out there for, for the a McPhee. McPhee. Yeah, With, especially both of them are just both trying to fly under the radar. Right. <laughs> like I'm just trying to not get noticed around here. Yeah. What do you think of this episode? I think we have to remember in context of 1998, this was a groundbreaking episode for its time. Like, sure. gay teens were not in TV. Right. It was, it was very rare, right? Like, gay, gay adults mostly weren't on TV. I mean, I think like the first time I think there was a gay teen on TV, that I remember a gay teen on TV is like my so-called life, the, right? Uh, the dude from my, who I saw in line at a, uh, at a Vons like a year ago. I was like, holy shit. That's that dude from my so-called life. Yeah, gay teen stories were never told. It was right. rare to see a gay adult storylines being told where it wasn't like, the bird cage, right? Right. Like, or or where what where it wasn't being present the joke or like in Ellen's case where it was like the groundbreaking thing and being presented as groundbreaking. Like it was obviously something that was not culturally Was this post Ellen or pre Ellen? I can't remember. Yeah, uh ninety seven. So this is yeah, uh April thirtieth, ninety seven. So this is post Ellen. This is post Ellen. So that's, you know, people were like, but Ellen, but Ellen's thing was a fucking event. Like it was yeah, like it was like a Michael Jackson scream video. I mean, but like for, she eventually that show she got canceled probably right. because of it, right? And it's like, and it was the uh, I guess culturally more accepted version of homosexuality, which uh, like you know, people like there are a lot of people who are like, yeah, I'm into lesbians who are also super homophobic. So like a ma- like a male uh male gay teen storyline su- the the rarest of rare. Yeah, and their Ellen's kiss was the first f- female female kiss on TV, correct? Like it uh, wasn't Yes. It wasn't just like she was made first major TV character to come out. It yeah, was like, it was the first it was the first lady lady kiss on TV. On DTV. Did she come out in real life, or was it just she her came, character she came, came out? out? T- she came out two weeks before. Oh, okay. So she came out two weeks before, and then her character came out. Yeah. I mean, bravo to ABC for trying. Right. You know? For like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's definitely a, a, a of, hell of a move. I think a lot of stations wanted to have. Yeah. Dawson's Creek is Fox also News. known for being the first male kiss on TV television. Really? Yeah, Dawson's Creek is the first two male kiss on television. No kidding. I didn't know that. Well, good on Dawson's Creek. But it would be like... Oh, hey, by the way, spoiler alerts for next week. (laughs) That's not... It's not next week. Is it next week? No, it's not. These shows have a huge impact on the culture that greater than you would think a TV show has because for many, many people, the only exposure they have to openly gay people or minorities... Is the TV. Is is TV because you if you live in the Midwest or the South, coming out is probably even scarier than like coming out in LA. Sure, and it's already scary. Which is scary. For, which could is probably scary enough as it is. Yeah. So I think it it's crazy to think that TV shows have this much impact. But if it were not for Dawson's Creek and Ellen, and then eventually like having a show like Will and Grace, right? Which now seems like 
a farce of homosexuality, <laughs> right? right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like Jack is is definitely like a, a stereotypical right character. Right. Will's not, but you wouldn't have had that before, right? Like, right. Like, and our Jack isn't a very like stereotypical that image of of, of uh, a gay male that you had seen before. Like right. every gay male, it was like Robin Williams in the Birdcage, Nathan Lane. <laughs> <laughs> this I is pierced, how crazy it was. I pierced Nathan the toast. Lane wasn't out. <laughs> That's bonkers. Bonkers. No, I like. Here's how crazy it is. Here's how crazy it is, and how like off, like the like the how not my finger was not on the pulse when I heard that Nathan Lane was gay. I was like, what? <laughs> And I don't know why. Nathan Lane didn't feel comfortable enough to come out. To come out. And it's like, yeah. that's bonkers. Right. Because he doesn't, cause you he, think, he almost doesn't, doesn't have to. Nathan Lane only play gay people? Right. It seems like it, right? Right. <laughs> like, like he exclusively play but- gay or like asexual. Like when he's in like the producers, is like a guy. He's not a. Yeah. It's just like it's like wow, Nathan Link. It's like that's insane. Like, yeah, that's like in 2018. It's like that's fucking nuts. It seems crazy to think about that. Like 19 years ago, 18 years ago, 20 years ago, gay actors couldn't come out. Right, and and any actor couldn't play gay without it being an issue. Yeah, and that it took a teen drama on the WB <laughs> to help that movement. That's interesting. Yeah, because like good on them. We're coming out of the AIDS scare still. Oh, of the dude, 80s yeah. and people were still like people were just starting to disassociate AIDS and, and, and as like a gay disease. Right. And I don't think like I, I yeah, I think that was an ongoing struggle into and through the 90s. Yeah, like we were just starting to and you know, because of Magic Johnson, people were starting to dissociate those two right. things. So like the storyline now seems weird, like the way this is all handled. Sure. Seems kind of weird, but this is a pivotal moment in television and our culture. Mm-hmm. Seems silly now to think about that it's a fucking WB TV show. And and as to uh, dudes who have spent the last year like watching this show, like yeah, it's like it's like a it's an often silly show, but uh, yeah. to be tackling something this large. But I do know that as a minority, never getting to see your story, but then mm. then finally seeing it, it feels great. So I'm sure I'm not sure, but I I bet there were many people, teenage boys and girls who were gay or or, or identify as LGBT. Yeah. Who watched this and probably was like, you know, I'm, it's nice to see kind of a similar story as mine on t- TV. Sure. Absolutely. Like rep- representation is a thing. It's an important thing. When you see it, it makes you feel not so alone. Right. So what did you think of the episode, Chris? It was nice to have our second uh, experience with a two-parter be a more natural two-parter, like this sort of cliffhanger as to, you know. What's Jack going to do? Feels more satisfying. It was weird to have spent basically an entire season being like, oh, fuck Jack. Jack sucks. And mm-hmm. then like in the span of, you know, one 45 minute episode be like, oh, like you all of a sudden or I all of a sudden just like, you know, have oodles and oodles of empathy for him. And the dude uh, was Kerr Smith. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, that's his yeah. name. Yes, uh, like all of a sudden his performance makes a lot more sense. I don't think he knew though. So no, I, I'm 
sorry, by make makes a lot more sense. I, I, I just mean like his performance from episode to episode where like most of what Jack does, especially early in the season, is just like this doof this is weird doof. Like I don't think it's like pre like You think his character makes more sense. I I just think his per, like his performances, choices and stuff, like he doesn't seem it doesn't seem sort of um kind of stitched together it like yeah it, his character makes more sense as a person mm-hmm. in this episode and you know gen- genuinely fucking feel for the guy um i i i, I thought the episode like uh i thought the episode i thought the writing really made an effort to take this stuff seriously and of course it's Dawson's Creek so it's going to be strident a bit and a bit melodramatic but like it ex- it was more nuanced than I was expecting it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think that helps when your showrunner is, is gay is and gay, can right. draw from his experience, is drawing from his experience when he's, um, you know. Right, yeah, for sure. the storyline, rather than, I think sometimes you get, <sighs> like, people who, this is not their story to tell, but they tell it. Right. Well, but yeah, this this... It was a really good episode, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the resolution. Like, I obviously know what I—I I obviously know that Jack comes out, but I'm looking forward to seeing like how that happens. All right, is that all you got to say, Chris? Is that not enough? That's enough. Uh, yes, that is all I have to say. Okay, so that was part one. Oh, next, come join us next week. We'll do part two. If you have something to say, or you got something to say to us, <laughs> if you want to contact us, you know where to get us. We're at the Dawson Dudes on Twitter, on Twitter, or at Dawson Dudes on Instagram. Instagreasy. You can email us at feedback at dawsondudes.com. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure there are things that uh, things in this episode that you may agree or disagree with. Yeah, and we're total like. Here's the thing. We're not defensive people. We're totally open to dialogue. So please get at us. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. This is Brian. This is Chris. We're the Dawson Dudes. Loving you, buddy.